mm. at the time I started no one knew what it was mm. people would see me practicing in the street and they'd be like what the heck are you doing like, <laughs> are you crazy like, are jumping you, around like, mentally ill like, literally people were like why is this guy just jumping on a pole like there's something wrong with him <laughs> it, was, it was really funny yeah. but it was special in that way mm. like that because it was something that it was kind of like only I was doing and a few other friends and it felt like we were kind of this niche little group Hey guys, what's up? This is Yuki and welcome back to Toasty App episode 33. I hope you've been okay during these crazy times.、Um, the, the fact that we can't really see people around us is tough, but I hope we can still be connected like on this podcast so that we can stay positive and keep learning from each other. So, in today's episode, I'll be sharing an interview I've done in February with Naji. Who is a friend of mine? He's a parkourist. He's parkour. He does parkour. He's not parkour. He's also a personal trainer, actor, and more and more. Honestly, if you check his Instagram or TikTok, you can see all his crazy flips and acrobatics, which are honestly incredible. I put the link in the description of this episode so that you can go have a look. During the interview, he talked about how he got inspired by parkour and what he's learned from it. Also, he shared the experience of his injuries, what realization he's gained from it, and so on. A lot of things are coming up, so without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so I am here today with a friend of mine, Naji Basma. Yes. <laughs> it's been so long. How are you、yeah, doing? I'm good, man. Yeah? How long has it been? It's been I, I feel like it's been so long. It's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah, because last year I, I had a year out because、mm. I broke, both, broke my leg, had two,、mm. two operations. So I haven't seen you since sometime in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And also I was in France last、And、year. So, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Um, let's try to speak a bit louder. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We should just come really close. <laughs> yeah, come to close. <laughs> cool.、Um, but yeah, so you're a really interesting person. Thank you.、Um, <laughs> because when I first met you, you were doing parkour, right?、Mm-hmm. But wait, did you come to breakdance? Society、yeah. that I'm in? I came to Breakdown Society and I think that's where we met. We just kind of clicked and we got on and we used、yeah. to like, train together loads and then that's it,、yeah. we became mates.、So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you come to Breakdown Society in the first place? You know what? I came a few years before, I think,、okay. um, for a little bit with, with a friend of mine,、um, a really good mate of mine. He's one of my best mates. He's from Tennessee, he's a breakdancer, he's、mm-hmm. actually Chinese. Okay. But he came over because he was studying here and、uh, we started breakdancing at Troc. If people remember Troc or Troc. Trocadero, which is, it doesn't exist anymore. Ah, okay.、Um, it's in、uh, Piccadilly Circus. It's now、yeah. like a souvenir shop or, <laughs> shop or something. But、yeah. it used to be this massive arcade. Okay. And、um, like a few floors.、Um, and then like downstairs, they had this whole area that they renovated and made into just a big like, dance hall. Mm. Um, it was free for anyone to come any time of the day. It's always open.、Mm. You could just walk in,、um, and there would be like dancers, like hip hop dancers, break dancers, like poppers, lockers, 
uh, ballet dancers, everything, <laughs> literally like. Um, wow. So it was sick, and we 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 kind of started dancing there. That's how I kind of got into break dancing, mm. actually. And you were doing parkour at that point. Was yes. it was it the main thing that you were doing? I mean, it's it's always kind of been the core of what I do because like parkour for me mm. is just a way to explore movement without a limit, without uh, a definition or anything, mm. um, and it doesn't limit me from trying new things and applying them. Mm. to that well obviously it's kind of going from A to B um, but at the same time there's a creative element to it so like, mm. I was always interested in breakdance or capoeira martial arts acro anything so. I see yeah yeah but I would say um, parkour is not a major like people don't really know much um, yeah well, so was breakdancing how did you get into that? How did I get into parkour? Yeah. Um, well, actually, like you're saying, at the time, I think now it's kind of become a lot more mainstream. Like, it's funny that I can even tell people, mm-hmm. this is what I do. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because mm. at the time I started, no one knew what it was. Mm. People would see me practicing in the street and they'd be like, what the heck are you doing? Like, <laughs> are you crazy? Like, jumping you, around. Like, mentally ill. Like, literally, people were like, why is this guy just jumping on a pole? Like, there's something wrong with him. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny yeah. but it was special in that way like mm. because it was something that it was kind of like only I was doing and a few other friends and it felt like we were kind of this niche little group but um, I got into it I saw um, a TV ad um, which had the guy who's kind of like the founder his name's David Bell and okay. there's this BBC ad with the song you know what when the rhythm the rhythm starts to play no dance I, I, with me <laughs> um, I can't remember the artist but um like it had it had that music in the background and he was just kind of like jumping across the rooftops of london Mm. and i was like this is amazing i saw this probably when i was like 10 or like even younger and i was like this is this is fake (laughs) it looks amazing it wouldn't be so cool to do that yeah and i love seeing that kind of on the tv and then a few years later there was this documentary called jump london okay another one called jump britain um and uh, some of his mates came to London and they were kind of doing a documentary mm. um, one of them ended up being um, one of my teachers that who started teaching at my school and oh. from there I kind of just decided to like pick it up I used to play basketball love jumping mm. did loads of sports anyway I was like okay this looks cool mm. why not give it a go and um, from there I just picked it up started training wow that was it so that's amazing yeah um, so I've never done a parkour. Well, I've I've jumped. Have I taken, <laughs> have I, like have I taken you out before to, well, to do any training? Not yet. Not really. No. No. Uh, we journey, went to <laughs> we went to the gym, the gymnastics mm. gym, and we kind of trained. That's true. Yeah. Because um, I was also attracted to really dynamic kind of acrobat acrobatics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, how do okay, you how do you train? Like, how do you, you yeah do you go outside and. Like, cause I, I actually know another person who is doing mm. another friend of mine who is really into parkour. Okay, he's from France. Okay, uh, but yeah, like he was, I, I, I kind of trained with him. Mm. Um, I was doing breakdance. He was doing parkour okay. at the park. Yeah, and he, ah, I see. Okay. And then I was just trying to imitate what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he told me, Yuki, that's not how you do it. I'm like, <laughs> but how do you jump then? <laughs> you know. So how did you learn all these things? Well. Did you have a teacher or um, how do you train? 
yeah, I guess like at the beginning I had people to kind of guide me, so mm. I was lucky in that sense. I still got hurt, um, mm. <laughs> but like most people would just like they'd see like people doing it in videos and they'd try to learn specific movements. Mm-hmm. Um, like certain skills or tricks let's mm. say and you'd practice that until you got comfortable with it and then you'd learn a new one and then you kind of build this vocabulary mm. movement um, and you can start to kind of explore yourself um, different spaces and the beautiful thing about it is it's not limited to any one specific space because mm. you can go you can you know we're in this room right now and we've got chairs and tables and everything and walls and there's possibilities with the kind of the vocabulary you have the movement vocabulary you've built you can use that to experiment and move around um, have fun um, or to, to get somewhere really quickly mm. you know and every every location we train at we train at outside a lot I mean they're kind of like developed over the years now there's like gyms and stuff for it and special places to practice but mm. it's not the same as going outside because outside every environment is different mm. um, and you start to see the world in like a new way new colours um, and every little staircase or mm. you know disability ramp or something or railings um, pieces of like architecture and stuff and you're mm. like oh I could do this I could do that um, it kind of just opens up that mm. that ability to kind of move around so that's we kind of just practice outside and use those skills we've we've built to kind of um, you know um, move through the environment and the environment itself also dictates the way you move so if it's kind of like lots of walls and rails and stuff you're going to end up doing loads of like jumps and stuff and strides mm-hmm. um, and if it's kind of maybe like wide open spaces with little stumps and whatever then you might be doing a lot more acrobatic stuff mm-hmm. um, sliding about and stuff like that so it kind of dictates the way you move as well and that's the special thing about it mm-hmm. everywhere you go is a different location um, and I, I think there's nothing in the world like that apart from like skateboarding and um, BMX and skate sports like that because mm. they also kind of depend on the outside environment. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, I can relate to that in terms of that dance because mm-hmm. it's really free in break dancing. You can do anything. Um, obviously, there is a foundation, and we practice that. But also music controls our movement music is like your environment I yeah because with breakdance you don't have you don't have a specific space you just have empty 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 ground yeah. empty space that you know is like kind of like sliding and everything mm. but the beautiful thing about it is that you kind of you have this vocabulary as well mm. the basic kind of elements and movements mm. and skills and then it's the music that just dictates the way you move yeah. and that connects with, with your you know, your soul, I Definitely. guess, right? And that's what attracted me to breakdance, really. Oh, I see. It's, like, it's kind of the opposite in, an, in, an, in another way, but mm. it was just a whole new lease of life for me, so... Mm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so in breakdancing, there are some moves that attract a lot of people. Yeah, power moves. Um, power moves, yeah. for instance. Um, but obviously, it's really hard to get one, mm. and... Lots of things that happened uh, in breaking is that um, a lot of people start because they are attracted to these moves, mm-hmm. and then once they try, and they they realize, oh, I need to do something <laughs> a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they kind of you know um, a lot of people actually quit in the first year mm-hmm. of breaking. Yeah, um, same with parkour. I think. Yeah, but. 
It's a little, maybe a little bit less because um, kind of the whole, it can be a lot easier than break dancing and okay. a little more, a lot more, a lot less, um, how can I say, of a confidence breaker. Okay. Because there's a whole music element with dancing and, mm. you know, the human ego, <laughs> not wanting to like look like an idiot and stuff like that mm. when you're dancing. But um, so parkour kind of has that maybe a bit of an easier route, but yeah. Okay, well, I, I guess parkour, as you said, like environment is different if you go somewhere other places and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that might actually help you, like help people to kind of like yeah get the fresh freshness. Yeah. Of it's the, there's always a, this freshness because it's a new place. Like there's been times when I go out and I'm not motivated to train because mm. I just don't like the place I'm in. I know? see. Or, or I just like we we'd go out and explore like in the streets. We'd go out, we used to go out just every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when I was younger, we used to just go out every day because we had lots of time. But like, <laughs> <laughs> we just go out every Sunday yeah. as a group of like 30 people and stuff. We'd all like meet up on Facebook and um, then we'd just like be like, okay, we're going to go to Poplar or we're going to go to Canning Town. We're going to go to Piccadilly or whatever. And we're just going to go and explore for the day. Wow. And we'd just walk about the streets and find whatever we found, like we'd just kind of mess about and train and stuff. So that's that's the nice part of it. Okay. There's always that fresh element, mm. and that's kind of what attracts a lot of people: the community aspect, the mm-hmm. um, you know, newness of it. But interesting, yeah. So, what are these like Facebook groups? Is it like people who are interested in parkour? Like anyone can. Yeah, it, it's, it's like <clears throat> you know the days before we didn't have social media. Yeah, we had like forums. <laughs> and we had like this is like some people wouldn't be like what the, what the heck's a forum <laughs> you know but like initially we had like forums okay. and we talked and there was not a lot of people who were doing parkour at the time mm. so like um, a lot of the people who are kind of big names now we, we, we they were all kind of talking on the forums and you know like and I, I used to speak a, a bit on the forums with some of the guys but I was kind of like younger back then and we, they, we'd all just meet up basically um, or like then it developed to like Facebook mm. groups when Facebook came about um, and or off YouTube people would like talk and be like oh you know comment on people's videos like, this is amazing mm. like I'd want to train with you guys pardon me um, I met like loads, loads of my mates off just like YouTube and Facebook and um, stuff like that um, interesting and we'd just go to like jams or the friends would come like together with other friends mm. and stuff um, and yeah to, date, to this day like my best mates are people I've met at the jams so uh-huh. what is a jam? Like so, like a jam would be like let's say every month, okay. we'd kind of do a big gathering, like oh, a bunch I of people see. would come. And sometimes, because we were in London, London's like a hotspot for parkour. It's okay. kind of like a, a parkour mecca almost. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And we, I'd I'd meet people from all over the world on a weekly basis. Like wow. people would be flying in and training and like so I made I made mates from like everywhere. Mm. That's how I met met my mate who did breakdance. Um, his name's Jin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jim. <laughs> but, Shout out to Jim. <laughs> um, but like he came to one of the jams and okay. he messaged on the forum and I was the only person who saw it. I was like, yeah, man, come along. We'll be at the station. And then we spoke and I thought he was weird and everything. <laughs> and then he was like so hyped to learn, but like yeah. it, we kind of vibed and then we ended up like training the next day or something. Yeah. Um, and then we, he kind of showed me some breakdance moves and then we... Do you know what I mean? We we kind of just started hanging out more, nice. and we became mates. And um, that's kind of what the jams are about, really. It's just kind of meeting new people, um, going to new places, and vibing and having fun together.
Hey guys, I know that we are in the middle of the interview, but unexpectedly there was a call at this point when we were doing the interview, so we needed to stop for a while. And after that, somehow my recorder went funny, so I was using the alternative one, which makes the audio quality a bit lower. I'm very sorry,、um, but I still hope that you will enjoy our conversation. Yes. Cool. Where were we? Where are we? <laughs> so there was a call <laughs> from Parkour guy. <laughs> yes, actually, a mate of mine who I met at a jam. Oh, okay.、Um, and he's my best mate now. Nice. Yeah.、Um, so going to, well, obviously, like all the sports. I mean, parkour, especially maybe.、Mm-hmm. Um, like you are doing a lot of intense moves. Yeah. And which could lead to the injury and stuff. And. You also experienced that as well. I have.、Yeah. Um, can you? So what? What? What did you have? Like, did you have like multiple injuries throughout your career? I guess yeah. Like throughout my career training,、um, I mean, I've been doing parkour now for about fifteen years. Okay, <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> Since I was thirteen, I think. So I'm twenty-seven now.、Mm-hmm. So I have a long days. Yeah.、Um, and. You know, at the beginning, I used to push myself really hard. Okay.、Um, or I just get hurt because of just being clumsy. It started <laughs> like that. Just、really? random, like you know, or hypermobility,、mm. spraining my ankles all the time.、It、wasn't too bad, but、um, over time, I you know started pushing myself a bit more, and I think my mind was always stronger than my body. Okay. So like, I knew I was capable of doing something,、mm. and physically, like, I might not have been fully strong enough yet. But technically, I had the skill.、Mm-hmm. But my body kind of wouldn't, wouldn't,、um, you know, allow me to kind of fulfil that goal. Sometimes, I guess, and that was something I had to learn over time to respect my body a bit better.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I got hurt a lot over the years. Yeah, these people used to call me the injury mad, actually. <laughs> really, <laughs> literally, because I got hurt so much at the beginning.、Um, I've like torn ligaments in every major part of my body. Like both my knees, my shoulder, all my ankles. I've torn my thumbs, fingers.、Wow. Um, not just from parkour, from like rock climbing or、uh, BMXing and skateboarding. And, you know, it wasn't just parkour. So、okay. I'm not gonna just blame it on parkour. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a lot of a lot of stuff.、Mm. I was into all these kind of like、um, adventure sports.、Mm. I'd say, not ex- I don't like calling them extreme sports, but more like adventure,、mm. adventure sports.、Um, so I got hurt quite a lot, but over time. I learned to respect my body a bit more, changed the way I trained, and eventually I kind of just stopped getting hurt.、Um, although, unfortunately,、um, so in September 2018, I tore some ligaments in my left ankle I didn't know about. Thought it was just a sprain. I ended up kind of limping home that day、um, whilst I was on a trampoline. I jumped about a meter. I went out to get a drink, came back in,、mm. jumped about a meter on a trampoline, landed. Small ankle twist, no falling over or anything,、mm. um, and、um, a few months later, I found out that the ligaments were torn. Basically, though, so what happened was I was going to go. I waited a year, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor now. This is persisting.、Mm. Um, so you felt you felt the the pain. Yeah, throughout. It wasn't it wasn't as strong as it used to be. There、okay. was this. There was this limit, and if I kind of turned my ankle outward, 
I'd always feel this bit of pain mm. in my ankle. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go to the doctor because I, I've kind of learned over the years how to tell when it's a bad or, or not that bad injury. Mm. I was just wrong about this one. Um, but that week that I decided I was going to go to the doctor, mm. I ended up breaking my right ankle. <laughs> so my other ankle. Yeah. Um, I ended up breaking my right ankle whilst doing a front flip with, double, with a double twist on a trampoline. Wait, so um, before going to the doctor? Before going to the doctor, before I'd so. even booked the appointment, I was literally like, I, I was going to call them up um, that week. And um, yeah, did, I did a move that I was pretty comfortable with. I was adding a little bit of a twist extra on. Um, but yeah, I landed. I think my shoes gripped some padding and maybe my foot got caught in between some padding. I landed, kept twisting, and I got what they call a spiral fracture. So okay. my, my ankle snapped first, and my body kept spinning, and it's kind of like a Chinese burn on your bone. Wow. If you can imagine that, just like... And um, both your bones just like... Um, fr- like spiral out, mm. basically. Um, so I broke my fibula and my tibia, and I broke my bottom of like in the femur as well. Um, and I tore all the ligaments, both sides of my ankles. Um, and I had surgery a month and a half later. Um, six months later, you know, I'm like, I tried to tell my doctors at the time about my other ankle, and they were like, let's just focus on this one for now, because mm. it's just an emergency. And I was like, okay. Um, and six months later, I said to them, can you please check my other ankle? It's still persisting. And mm. then they checked it, and then they were like, yeah, you actually need ankle surgery for that because you have a lot of torn ligaments and tendons and muscles um, that have actually uh, gotten worse over time. Um, so yeah, I had another surgery, mm. um, 2019, December, wow. just recently. Um, mm. But I'm back on my feet now and I'm looking forward to get back to training. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's still a long journey from here. But yeah. So <laughs> how long, how long has it been now? Since you've had that, since you've had the, um, well, I mean, the surgery. Or yeah, the surgery has been it's been just over a year now. Okay. It happened on the twenty sixth of January twenty nineteen when I broke my ankle, um, and now it's the eighth of February. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just just over a year. God. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But um. Well. But what I was really surprised was, well, I knew about your injury mm. from Instagram, but you are really positive about it. I wasn't. You were. I, I was, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think, it, you know, over time I've just learned that's the only way to be. I used to get really bummed when I'd get hurt in the past because mm. I defined myself by the things I did. I defined myself by parkour. That was my life. Mm. But I realised over time, like, there's so many things I enjoy doing and there's so many reasons I enjoy being alive. Okay. Um, and when I kind of limit myself to that one thing, I end up you put myself in a box and not seeing the bigger picture mm-hmm. of how much more there is to life. Because if I wasn't doing this one thing, did, would that mean I couldn't enjoy life? So many people do so many different beautiful things in life. You know, there's so many paths you can take, whether that's in music or dance or art or mathematics, architecture, whatever it is. Life is colourful, do you know what I mean? Mm. So seeing, kind of trying to look at it more that way and um, every time I'd get, in, I'd get an injury or something, I'd kind of just take up something new 
and over time I started to realise there's more to life, you know, than just defining yourself mm. as one thing. Um, so, and also it's not worth being unhappy. I'm just tired of being unhappy. I think we all are, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're all sick and tired of just being unhappy, having a hard time, having stress. So why waste your time being unhappy um, when you can just, you know, try to shift your perspective and deal with your situation because you can't get out of it. Mm. Sometimes stuff happens in life, you know, can I say, shit happens. Mm. Um, like, and you can either, you know, wallow in your sorrow and be unhappy or you can stand up and look for what there is out there. And that's, that's the, just the approach I've taken. Mm. It's just helped me to look at life wow. more positively. So I love it. Nothing gets to me now. Like it's, it's rare that stuff gets to me, mm. um, injury-wise. <laughs> um, I know, it's rare that I have injuries now, apart from this broken surgery <laughs> or whatever. But, um, yeah. Oh. Well, so is that like, because you've got, in addition to parkour, You've got a lot more, you know, interests in like music and stuff. Yeah. Music acting. Is it because of your injury, like when you tried to find new things, like you realized um, that there are more things, more beautiful things, and then you kind of wanted to try it? Is it how you started? Um, to some degree, definitely. Um, I think I was just always very curious mm -hmm. kid. Um, so I wanted to do everything when I was a kid. Like I wanted <laughs> to snowboard. I wanted to BMX. I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to sing. I wanted to, to act. I wanted to do everything. Okay. Um, so I, I think, and I think we kind we kind of like that when we're young. We don't limit ourselves. We don't feel embarrassed. We don't do anything. And I think it's just kind of uh, reattaching to that kind of um, childlike, playful, adventurous nature, um, mm. or at least retaining it. Because the things I do kind of force me to really be creative mm. um, and not limit myself to the, you know, way society tells me I should be. Um, so that was always kind of a part of me. I but see. at the same time, through injuries, um, I was forced to at least have to try and find something to do with my time. Mm. I couldn't train, but, you know, I was still going to school. I was still working and I, I, I still wanted to do something fun. Mm. You know, and I was never into like partying hard and going out and drinking loads or anything. Mm. Um, but because of that, I, I ended up finding lots of, lots of things I'm passionate about and kind of getting into them over time. Wow. So, yeah. I, I mean, that. now I go out and party and stuff and, and I <laughs> do whatever, like, not hard or anything. But, okay. You know, I like having fun and stuff, but mm. um, it's just different, I guess, you know, like, you grow up and you have different interests. I see. It's just, it's all a new phase, man. Mm. That's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, um, last year, I remember in January, um, I also experienced injury mm. in my elbow. I remember, yeah. Yeah. How is that now? Now, um, it's, it's a lot better. Yeah, still well, a bit of niggles here and there. Um, like, I, I'm being more careful. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, stretching. Mm -hmm. Warm up, mm -hmm. cool down, um, all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, doing good. it. Um, so that's why, like, I can now prefer, like practice power moves mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and you should go to the gym, man. Come and train at the gym. <laughs> I'll make you bulletproof. <laughs> I actually, you know what? Like, go, getting into fitness recently. Uh -huh. um, when I, when I, this is one thing I really got big into was 
um, when I get hurt, I just start focusing on strength training. And then I go into like calisthenics, which is body weight kind of training, handstand and stuff like that. But um, more recently also I got into gym. There was always a big taboo on gym okay. and sports um, or like, uh, especially like, like parkour or gymnastics because it's like, oh, you know, you get big and you can't really move around. You get heavy, mm. but not at all. You actually become bulletproof. You become strong. You know, your body framework uh, is solid mm. and it works as one piece. And I've just become more interested in that as mm. well and just kind of training myself up or training athletes in general to be stronger, to be healthier, to be better. Because I, I feel now, mm. like, you know, I'm 27 and I feel the healthiest I've ever felt in my life. Wow. Regardless of all the injuries I've had in my, in, you know, in the past and stuff. Mm. Physically and mentally, I feel in the best shape I've ever been. You know? Wow. So, and I think that's, that's, that's because of the way I train now. Because mm. the way I used to train was not sufficient for me. I couldn't train every day. Well, I could. I mean, I could because I was young, mm. and I could abuse my body. <laughs> Over time, you know, like your body, your body reacts differently. Mm. Um, so you know, it's 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 not growing as uh, at such a high rate. So you know, you, you're not healing at the same time as you're destroying. You know. Mm. So now, um, that's a big part of it for me. I see. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say... Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you are one of the people who helped me a lot um, when I was really sad. Oh. I, was, I was sad. I was... Because getting injured in my elbow mm. meant that I couldn't break dance, obviously. Actually, I remember you. Uh, and also yeah. I couldn't play the piano, which mm. is another passion of mine. Yeah. So... When I got injured, there were two things, two big things in my life. Well, you couldn't do. Yeah, I couldn't mm -hmm. do. And I was just really, at that point, I was just in a deep sorrow. <laughs> 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 uh, um, and then you really, yeah, you, you told me about your experience and you gave me some perspectives, mm. different perspectives, which really helped me. And yeah, and then that what you said now was really... I think a lot of people get encouraged by that because there are people who are looking at really negatively, mm. um, like who have negative perspectives and stuff. So, mm. yeah, I'm really glad to I'm hear glad, your story. I'm glad that I could do that for you, man. Yeah, like, that's great. <laughs> like, that cool. gives me so much like, joy in my, in oh, my really? heart just to know that I helped a friend. Because, yeah. like, you know what, I, I went through that stuff. And, mm. But the thing is, like, at the beginning... For a long time, to be honest, I didn't really have anyone, okay. and I kind of just found I kind of learned the hard way. I had my family and stuff, but they mm. and especially getting into a sport that no one really knows about, and the media doesn't, you know, see all the media portrays as a daredevil thing and whatever. You know, that was there was a big stigma in terms of what I did. It wasn't that I was just doing something and I wasn't happy, you know, but I was actually doing something that was new to the world, mm. and for that reason, I also felt like sectioned out like you know made fun of and stuff so no no one really took me seriously when i was unhappy okay. um but also yeah i went through like depression when i was younger i went through a lot of stress no one was there for me so a big part of me was you know like if i get through this i want to help people as well oh. so i do my best always my if i see someone you know like i want to make sure that i can at least try and help them see positively because <sighs> what, what what we don't live in this world alone right mm. 
So, in, and over time, my friends are the ones who've, who, who've made the biggest impact in my life, are, are my friends. Ah, okay. So, I value, wow. I value friendships a lot. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad I could help you, man. Great. Yeah. So, what, what is the current thing that you're most passionate about, and also, hmm. what are the hot things in your life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm into fitness a lot right now. Mm. I think you know I mentioned that. That's a big part of it for me. I'm actually a fitness instructor now. Oh, okay. So wow. I'm like, Congrats. Well, I, I'm hopefully getting a job at a gym pretty soon. Mm. Um, but I'm a qualified fitness instructor, um, and I want to get more into that and kind of producing content for, you know, like fitness content and well-being content stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'm not too sure. Um, another thing I'm really passionate about is, I mean, I've always been passionate about fashion, okay. and art and photography, filmmaking. So I kind of want to combine, I want to combine all of that. Mm. So kind of the movement, the parkour, the fitness, but then also like photography and filmmaking, content creation, and some fashion and stuff like that. Because I've worked a bit in fashion here and there, being in front of the camera. I worked in, you know, like creative industry, doing parkour, doing stunt work for TV, film, and stuff wow. like that. So, I wanna, I wanna be behind the camera now, and I kind of wanna direct my own vision of mm. stories that I wanna tell because that's that's why, like, I've always been into acting, and the reason I'm so passionate about film is because I can tell a story and I can connect with someone without even having to speak to them. I can literally create an image. I can create a whole like. A life experience and let someone just watch it mm-hmm. and I can speak to them and maybe do you know light a fire in them or change something in them and I find that very powerful mm. like and that's something I'm really passionate about exploring more in the future I'm not really too sure how it's gonna look because mm-hmm. there's so many different sides to it but for now um, like that's a long-term goal if I can get into like film and acting, that'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then I can actually be, you know, a, a part of that, and um, I really enjoy it. It's really fun. Oh. It's funny. It's good fun. Um, but like, yeah, I'm gonna do some photography on the side. I'm gonna get a camera this year, and then um, do some like fashion photography, create some content, start filming more parkour, maybe some breakdance stuff. Nice. Like, just do lots of different stuff. See what I can do with it see what I enjoy most and from there I guess I'll just kind of take it in that direction mm. um, so that's kind of what I want to do with my life very cool wow I really hope yeah. that everything you t- you said yeah. is going to become something that I hope so yeah you know. so wow a lot of great stories yeah thank you for sharing thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much for your time yes yeah great thank you for thank you So that was the interview. I hope you enjoyed it. I especially liked when he mentioned how he started to see the world in a different way after he started parkour. I think when we start something new, we get to recognize things that we really couldn't see before. And it just gives us more excitement and different perspectives. So I really liked it. Um, Also, his experience of injuries and how he said seeing positive is the only way even though things happen in life. I think it's very relatable to our situation now as well. Um, you know, it's it's a hard time, but we are all in this together. So let's create the community 
where we help and support each other. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Please let me know how you found this episode, anything you liked, anything you wanted to hear more, anything you felt from this interview. Also, if there are topics that you want me to do on this podcast or people you want me to do interview with, feel free to share with me as well. More episodes are coming up, so stay tuned for the next one. I hope you're having a great weekend and I'll see you very soon. Bye.